0: Hello and welcome. We are here live today with Ben and Aiden Maynes, who are brother and sister of KW Select, and they call themselves the Heritage Group. Did I get that right. I got yeah.
1: it all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, we
2: call them the Heritage Group too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Not just> that. <laughs> Only us That's too. Right. Nice yeah. <laughs> Only us. <laughs> <laughs> That's our little pet uh, name. Yeah, yep. It's yep. like ben, ben and Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, There we go. There yeah. we go.
0: Yeah. You beat me to the punch. Mayans is kind of a powerhouse name in the real estate community with oh, uh, sure. their mother Jennifer Mans,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who. Uh, She's okay. She's all right. <laughs> like, people she's say
1: a, this, but no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's a
0: very well-known <laughs> name, known name in real estate. And also, aside from Jennifer, you have another family member
3: on the team. She's not technically on the oh. team. She works in our office, though. Her name's Sarah. Sarah. My wife. Sarah. <laughs> you wanted to give a shout-out to Sarah. What um, up,
2: Sarah? What up, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome it, to well, not officially yeah. on the
0: team,
1: but kind of here you are. But okay. but Honorary.
0: I forgot, I forgot to introduce my uh, wingman, Mr. Steve Sandel. I need no introduction. <laughs> right. From the home team, Bell Bank Mortgage. <laughs> That's what we call ourselves. And our lovely business development manager, Jessica Von Barron, who Hi. develops the... A...
1: Business. <laughs> yeah.
0: When she first started, we, we were like, gosh, what's a great title for her? She does so much and yeah. helps us out so much, but uh some we were where were we i can't remember i think we were doing it, a video or something we were introducing yeah. jessica and they're like well what does she do and she's like well i did i say
2: it or something? one of us said she develops the business so it's like, Inside good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff by the way we, we should also give a shout out to myelin yeah right i mean right. he's oh, almost yeah, part of the crew <laughs> he's
1: almost he's in the home exactly. stretch right yet, i know yeah, yeah. everybody says they're like you're not there. I'm waiting <laughs> for
2: final approval. Yeah. But January, January. Did you say
1: January? January 19th. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're getting Winter there. Winter wedding. Winter wedding. We're like, who? Why not? You know? Nothing else happens after Christmas.
2: <laughs> so to so give some see. context, Ben just got married to yeah. the beautiful Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Aiden's about to get married to mm-hmm. the beautiful Milan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Well, who knows what's going to
1: happen? we got time. <laughs> Don't you know the song? First comes love, then comes marriage. <laughs> then comes well, lots of happiness and maybe a baby. <laughs> who knows?
0: I wonder which one of these two will be playing this at Thanksgiving dinner to the family. Yeah, right. That was good. know. Okay, back to business. Ben and Aiden Mayans of the Heritage Group are... Uh, some of the younger professionals been in the three to four year range mm-hmm. in the real estate, but you grew up with it watching your mother be in the business for how long has she been in it? 20,
1: Ever. Yes. Ever. <laughs> for As long as we remember, like 27 She, she
2: invented real
0: estate.
1: Yeah, yeah. But,
2: mm-hmm. And we were also saying, you know, the past three, four years in real estate have really equated to about 10 to 15 years in normal market just yeah. because we had the ridiculous swing of mm. COVID and uh, where everything stopped and then went shot through the roof and then things slowed down and now the pendulum is about to swing back as as we are predicting rates to kind of come back in in 2024 so you guys have sort of been forged in fire we might say yeah Yeah. Um, rather than kind (laughs) of taking it easy through the easy markets you guys have been
1: got to learn quick trial by fire yes yeah
2: and where
0: i was going with that is real estate's kind of like the airline industry there aren't a ton of young <coughs> agents um, yeah. or the baby, a lot of real estate agents are baby boomers baby boomers excuse me that are yeah. our age or older the generation ahead of us so <laughs> good choice by the two yeah. of you because yeah. there aren't a ton of young agents but what have you guys seen in the last three, four years how is it different now compared to what you witnessed with your mom growing up as little kids or it must be a Common conversation in your house about yeah. wow, you guys do it this way now, or yeah,
1: yeah. she <laughs> helps like, a lot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's always very grounding because, like, we can get up in a tizzy, like, especially within 2020 and 2021, yeah, when buyers like you'd cross the threshold and it would sell, yeah. and you're like, oh, so sorry. And my mom would always say, you can't want it more than your buyer, so like, nice. getting in there because I would get, I'm a so on the disc assessment. I don't know if you're familiar with oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, a high eye, yeah. so I really like to be like with people and help them. And so when I feel like I'm not doing that, then I feel like I'm failing them and I'm a bad realtor. And so my mom was very kind and motherly and also like team leader-wise to be like, it's okay, this happens, but you need to keep moving forward and keep going. Where now we're in a market where things have relatively slowed down in comparison to that, mm-hmm. and I have a little bit more of a pulse on the market where you're not just like, okay, keep go, 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 mm-hmm. and she's helped a lot with grounding us and keeping things realistic because she's like, right. we're back in the '90s and all <laughs> this and stuff, or the, n- <laughs> the, n- the 08 n- crash. She'd <laughs> always relate it back to that, and so it's helpful to have that oh, you know sure. wisdom yeah. on our team.
2: Someone who was in the business in the
0: 1900s. I know, yeah. really.
1: It just helps. <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> when you had to press really hard. of oh, course. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer yeah. you
0: know like can't be more than 50.
1: Yeah, she just turned 50. Just actually. Heard 50 yeah.
2: Oh, she did? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. She looks mm-hmm. young.
2: So. <laughs> Celebrated that milestone. I turned fifty-one next year in two weeks.
1: hey look at that! Happy early birthday.
2: Well, <laughs> I got to make it there first. Yeah, that's
1: true. Still two weeks away. Yeah, let <laughs> so not.
2: I'm not buying any green bananas at this.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 My grandpa would. So say it <laughs> the speed
2: of the market. Like you said in 2020, you said things were just kind of flying off the shelf, right? It was. It was must have been difficult to manage your, your clients' expectations or their emotions as they're yeah. every week, okay, we're going to offer, they're falling in love with properties, yeah. you know, every week, and then, oh, you know, we're in a bidding war with 40 other people, we lost mm-hmm. out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's not quite that market right now. So tell me, what's the what's the major difference between now and when you guys first got in? I mean, is it... Do you uh, want to go
1: listing side first?
3: Yeah, uh, conversations have just definitely changed with... Prices dramatically increasing for the last three years. Home sellers' expectations were always exceeded. Mm. And so the conversations when we're going into listing appointments of having to list under what their expectations are, Mm -hmm. those conversations have to change. And we just have to be more educational informative and bring all the market data that we can to help educate them that, no, we can't go in $10,000, $15,000 $10,000, 15000 over asking and still get multiples like you mm-hmm. two years ago. Or yeah. even six months ago, sometimes you're getting yeah. multiples in some homes. And just pricing ahead of where the market's predicted to go throughout the winter and into next year. And so just having those types of conversations mm-hmm. were a lot different than you were having to have in 2020, 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm for six months of twenty twenty three, and their <laughs>
0: customer is probably a hard pill to swallow for some of them. They're yeah, they're yeah. not and necessarily accepting
3: of it. Yeah, yeah, and some of them, you know, there's actually quite a few of them that choose just to stay.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: if they choose to stay, that's fantastic. If yeah. they don't have to move, don't move. Yeah. No one's gonna move if they don't have to. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's a tough pill for some people to swallow.
2: Well, especially now we were talking about. Back in the 1900s when we did not have things like Zillow mm-hmm. or HomeBot or all these things that uh, gave you, yeah. you know, an exact value of your house as a <laughs> homeowner. And I would assume if you're going in for a listing appointment with someone and you're and you're, and you're showing them comparable properties and the comps come out at, you know, $500,000 for this property. And they say, well, wait a minute. I just checked on Zillow and they bring it up and my house mm-hmm. is worth $750,000. That must be a difficult Sort of hurdle to get over, and and um,
3: yeah.
2: you know people kind of take a step back at that point.
3: And actually, I recently just went on a listing appointment where a comparable had over eighty percent of their loan was at a two seven five, and it was assumable.
2: Mm.
0: And
3: so the price nice. of that home went into multiples and mm. went above expectations, and now some sellers that particular seller was trying to compare it to that one mm. uh, and it was like well I questioned someone was someone able to assume it, it yeah out? someone was able to assume Very it good. and so that that all worked out for, for that particular person right. and it wasn't necessarily quite the comparable because you didn't have that long to assume it. right, <laughs> a right. Yeah. Yeah. the person leaving didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. yeah, so, a big deal nowadays yeah. Yeah. so now it's just all, all sorts of moving moving parts mm-hmm. That that go go into the whole pricing end of things and yeah. conversations.
0: Mm-hmm. We we forgot to mention so Ben, Big Brother Ben, mm-hmm. so <laughs> he's in charge of the listings on the team, and Aiden's in charge of buyers. I'm curious to know why you guys chose that. I'm assuming you both have different fortés, and yeah. yeah one of you. You can go for it. Starting
1: well, starting out in the industry, we were like, let's do it all, let's get right. it done. And a lot of our mentors that we look to were like, like for the Stomberg team, the Success Home team, they are a husband wife duo, and she does buyers, he does listings. Now they sometimes intermix occasionally, yeah. but that's kind of their streamline. And so they're like, you know, you can do it all. You, like you're realtors, and what is kind of your specialty? What do you like to do? Because mm-hmm. focus on that. So we try. I tried listings. I realized because of my high eye I, I was trying to like cater to the seller. I'm um, being like, "Let's yeah, we can try." Yeah. Well, I'm not setting their expectation yeah. really well. Yeah. And for buyers, I feel like I have more of a leverage with that of being like, "Here's the home and here's what you have." They're not necessarily yeah, okay. emotionally tied to it. right? Yeah. Cuz they want to purchase it, but we can like work work it out. I get it. And where Ben is a lot more strong in the listing side so be a high D uh, D yeah high D and high what are you I'm
3: a high D I
1: yeah so you do like people
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> I do very few and
1: people like you and like people, like yes. you. people like you yes yeah. people like you but yeah and then he did buyers and that yeah. was fun that for was you a
3: whole lot of fun oh you yeah, just this frustration yeah. set it. Yeah. yeah it was just and especially in the market that we are in you know, the homes that the buyers eventually did end up liking, we would submit offers on it, They would get turned down or whatever. Yeah. But I got frustrated working with buyers when buyers would tell me they'd like a certain thing and they go to something totally different.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait, let's go yeah. back to what you said you liked the first time. And so, yeah. you know, I went that path in that round and that realm and that whole thing. And I, I never really set myself up for success in the way that Aiden has on this whole scaling system and making sure we're going out to see properties that you actually like. Which yeah. was a
1: learning curve, because I was driving to Timbuktu and back for <laughs> homes that they're like, we kind of like it. And I'm like, let's do it. And then I realized, like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to drive up to Ramsey, Minnesota in rush hour oh, right. Especially for a five-minute showing, you know. But also with the interior design background, I think that helps where I'm like, we can make this home. Because I deal with a lot of first-time home buyers. Mm-hmm. We're buying Grandma's house that oh, has orange yeah, carpets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wood-paneled sides, like, just rough. And great bones, because it was built in the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. And so seeing past it, I can help them visualize that. Not necessarily trying to sell the home to them, but being like, this has potential. That's
2: a deadly combo, interior design and Aiden. Sure. I is. know. <laughs> well, <and> did, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Did <laughs> we, climbing the charts. Like, you know. Did we touch on that about Aiden's... No, uh, oh, we haven't. Yeah, we <laughs> should back up a stuff. <laughs> well, <let's>, yeah, let's <laughs> back it up here. Beep, beep, beep. So Aiden's got... I almost said multiple personalities. But that's not right.
1: Some would say.
2: You've got multiple skills. You've yeah. been trained as an interior designer. Yeah. And you've been brought up as a realtor. So, like Brad said, it's uh, the double dose. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us how you use that. Well, we kind of already did, but tell us a little bit more about how you use your background in interior design to help your clients. Yeah visualize what can be with a property.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun because you are walking into those older homes where you, people are visual creatures nine times out of ten. They're visual learners or visual yeah. creatures. Mm-hmm. And so helping them see past the moldy basement that can be fixed. Right. Usually. Or kind of just like the old shake. Like there was a home I showed in Badness Heights that was like orange like it literally was frozen in time You wow. like it felt like they just disappeared and they had the old the sunken in living space it was crazy and I was like this is coming back guys like you could have I this really like, fitting I love orange uh,
2: shade carbon. yeah
1: like who doesn't the I green know. avocado you know yes. appliances that <laughs> magically still worked um, I know those was, worked for 50 for years ever. and then yeah, they work and forever too yeah
2: months. they're great That's they're amazing. amazing
1: but I think pairing it with the existing homes has been a lot of fun just to so that people can understand that homes are still good it's just that you can create it your own space right and then also in the new construction world of helping them kind of create their space from the ground up on what that looks like as well Mm -hmm. has just been kind of a lot of fun to pair those two because I can visually see it in my head and it's just verbalizing it to them so that Mm. they can kind of see those things but yeah
0: so it's kind of who got that? their license first like was it the same day same week a month apart oh Aiden
2: came in under the wire Tech- technically Technic? she passed her tests first yes. how's that technically did she
3: do it on the east coast and you did it on the west coast the time <laughs> yeah. zones what no, I, happened uh, I failed three times <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's alright that's all right. no I feel I feel my test my Minnesota test three different times which is common we hear about yeah. all the yeah. 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 a lot of agents aren't test it's takers it's tricky they're, they're though they're practical yeah, yeah. And the question, they frustrated you me have
1: so much. Two it's, great answers, but what's the best?
3: Yeah, it was two answers are the right answer, and which one's the better answer? Right. Uh, okay. Those types of questions were on the test, and yeah. they would stumble me, or it would ask you a, a whole lengthy question, and only four words actually apply to it. Right? Uh. And so it was tricky, and then finally I was like, "Let's take this and pass the third time." What actually was a week? Less than a week. It was a couple days after. Yeah. She went in and passed the first. Okay, yeah. And the the test is
2: it's not easy. It's not like you know no. when you want to go onto a website and they say, "Are you a human?" Spot, yeah. pick <laughs> out the three uh, stoplights. Yeah. It's not like that. It's actual hard questions. Yeah. To, which I failed the stoplight one just the other day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really? Sure. Yeah. You're so, like, ooh, that corner was coming in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. The disc, you know, the good old
0: disc assessment. We use it here too with our team. But for people listening, we should maybe expand on
2: this. People might think we're talking about CDs or...
1: Oh, CDs. yeah, that's true.
2: My old CD, CD
0: collection?
1: collection.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to go get my old, uh, you know, cool in yeah, the gate CDs. Keller Williams mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. offers that and does that for everyone that applies, yeah. right, or yeah. that wants to be an agent. Yeah. I remember yeah. your mom actually talking about a presentation we're <laughs> at a long time ago. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. oh, that's
0: back, right, yeah. Back then, I was like, well, what <laughs> is this?
2: Yeah, the disc yeah, is stuff. here
3: yeah who wants to tell us about the disc? i think you should or no you guys tell us about it you're the guest it's
1: like a personality assessment.
3: yeah it's just a personality assessment there's four different types of personalities typically and a d is is stands for driven dominant. or direct or, or dominant. <laughs> whichever, dominant whichever yeah. n is dominant yeah. <laughs> i is for
1: isn't it like interpersonal
3: something I, I
1: could look it up and just. No, I think
3: that's. I think you're right. Yeah. I yeah. Like yeah. S is. I always treat S with more sensitive. Right. In my. In my mind, and then mm-hmm. C is. I, I. think of it as like complex or data. Yeah. Data driven. Yeah, analytical. Yeah.
0: And um, you're uh, Ben. You're more of a high D. And I'm, I'm a high D I
1: and a
3: very low S C. Yeah. And Aiden is a high I.
1: And a high C. So technically, I'm a high C first, and then I, I is right behind it. Got it. Which apparently is supposed to be the other way, but wow. like to be different, I guess.
2: The deadly combination. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> by our guests here, as usual. Brad, what are you? On the. On I think the... you and I are really similar when we did ours. What's we your... were. I think we were high D's and eyes. I down in interpersonals. I feel like I'd be a S for sensitive. <laughs> and, a, and
0: you you
1: and all you have can. levels okay. to it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just more of what's most prominent. I think we were, prominent. our
0: eyes were the highest actually. <laughs> mm. ever. Yeah, yeah, the, the record, highest record, I record scores, breaking. I you guys are yes. pictured we were, next we to it. We're fairly similar, which makes sense.
1: We
2: yeah, that's true. Things. I just copied off. Brad.
1: <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> I put that
2: too. <laughs> uh, oops! Uh, it felt like the with the SATs all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great tool for. Yeah. People, we use it for our team. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Jess, what were you? Yeah, I don't think
0: S- I was
1: a part of that. Yeah, you're the one person. Yeah, geez, into I'm it. coming now, wasn't
2: I? Oh, we got to do that.
1: But everyone on our team, that's what they do. Yeah.
2: You wouldn't want
0: someone with a high C trying to do the, yeah. the listing appointments and all that stuff. It's a great tool. Yeah, yeah good know, point. It shoots people into the right, the right walks of life for jobs. How about the market? Here we said uh, coming up on the holidays, 2023, mm-hmm. November, start of November. What are you guys
3: seeing right now? It was actually interesting because I was taking a look at the market this morning. We had like new listings were down 6.4%. Which is pretty typical yeah, you know, for this the time, time of the year. year. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. The, the intriguing part to me was when I was looking at your months of supply and your months of in- inventory. Mm. Your months of supply actually went up by 15%. Oh, that's interesting. But your inventory went down by 10%. So it kind of contradicted each other. Wait, supply and in- inventory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're synonymous.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, I went to Gustavus, so I don't get it. But um,
3: okay. Well, I'm confused. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So well, good. I I am too. When I
3: was looking at that, because usually they, they coincide with each other. Yeah. Okay. Good. You know, if, if the market's if inventory's up, typically so is supply. so is your supply. Yeah. Well, when they contradict each other, it's not necessarily about how many homes are out there or how many homes are off the market and blah, blah, blah. It was more so dealing with the demand of, of purchasing a home. Mm. And so when I was looking at that, I was like, well, that's interesting. So maybe it's not necessarily, yeah, there's less homes that are coming out there, but there's also a little bit less demand mm. that might go into your guys' industry with the interest rates and yeah. the scarcity of, of what's happening out there in the world. And, right putting buyers into fearful mindsets.
2: Yeah, well, the news does a really good job of scaring people. Yeah, Scaring people. If it, if it bleeds, it leads, is what Brad always says. Yeah. And uh, lately, the, the interest rate has been bleeding pretty heavily. Yeah. However, Unless good news here. Solutions. Unless you have solutions. we have solutions. We have solutions. But we're in a, let's see, what's the date today? November 9th. <laughs> <Sure>. And. <laughs> The go Fed that the, it's November something. <laughs> <summer>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. The Fed just met last last week yeah. and they held rates steady. Yeah. Not, but not only that, they hinted that we might be at the peak. Yeah, the okay. So or, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. mortgage rates as a result dropped a good half to five eighths of a percent. Mm-hmm. We're in the mid to low sevens, though. Yeah, okay. mid to low sevens. So the market's reacting really well and a lot of people are thinking that as the Fed is done raising interest rates at thirty year fixed mortgage rates will will follow. And mm-hmm. so the mortgage bankers association, we say this all the time, they're predicting we'll have rates down in the in the low sixes by the presidential election, which is about a year away if my math yeah. is correct. So I think we're we're gearing up for um, eleven payments. Pardon me? Eleven payments. Eleven payments. Maybe ten. <laughs> eleven, maybe ten. Yeah. So Right now might be a perfect time to sort of take advantage of the sort of softening prices yep. in houses yep. and less competition because of the interest rates are still kind of high, knowing that within, you know, a certain period of time, it's likely that you'll be able to refinance into a significantly lower rate. So you guys kind of have those conversations and the savvier buyers are kind of understand that they're like, OK, mm-hmm. now it's now it's kind of, you know, I'm going to be looking back in 12 months saying, God, I should have bought that house. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, we face
2: that quite a bit.
1: I have a lot of buyers who are on the fence because they see their neighbors or they themselves have, you know, refinanced and locked in at a two and a quarter or three mm-hmm. percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. And they always are like, well, why would I give that up? And they're like, they're like 65 living in a two story. Yep. And they're like, it's not conducive to my needs. And I love the interest rate more. And I was like, OK, well, where's your pain, though? Because you're obviously reaching out to me for a reason. Yeah, right. And do you see yourself living here forever? walking up your you know 15 flights of stairs to get to your bedroom we've noticed that and I have a lot of my first-time home buyers who are like oh they were on the fence last year and now they're here and they purchased and like I wish I would have but there's that opportunity to refinance and they're taking advantage of the homes that have been sitting for 30 plus days yeah and coming in under ask and getting seller paid paid closing costs or home warranties or like actually inspection repairs which is awesome I love to see that finally. Yeah. We're like, we can actually have that opportunity because you want it to be a win win. The whole chaos of. You just go go go, waive everything. Yeah. It's like you're not helping. Well,
2: would you rather pay more for your house and have a lower rate, right? Or, or get a good price for your house and be able to refinance? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you know. There's the saying: "Marry the house, date the rate." <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I you never guarantee that. No, of course right. not. And you <laughs> know, rates rates may keep on going up. I yeah. think some some people misunderstand that. What <laughs> what we mean when we say that is, if you buy a house and the rate is eight percent, yeah, you're not obligated to keep that rate for the next 30 years. Right. You can refinance yeah. as the market goes up and down because the market is cyclical, right?
1: Yep, and, yep. And
2: we, it looks like we're kind of at the top end of a of a cycle. So, we're not advocating that people go out and spend more money than they can afford yep. yeah they're vetted they're good they're approved at that rate yeah. right and uh if you know if you're comfortable at eight percent you're going to be really comfortable if you get down to six percent yeah. so wow. and
1: you're not average you don't. Know, but the average homeowner is not in their home for 30 years you know right. not necessarily so they can refinance leverage themselves with that yes and then they have an insane amount of equity because they're you know homes are still selling That's so you can capitalize that Exactly, and so they don't. You know, homebuyers aren't thinking that way, which is totally fine. But I'm like, if you can afford the payment now, like you said, you're definitely going to afford it when it drops. And like you
2: said, you know, you they they call you for a reason. Yeah. I mean, you don't. It's great to have a two percent interest rate, but you don't live. Mm-hmm. In your interest rate, you live in your house, right? Yeah, it's like Seinfeld. Remember when George Costanza got the great parking spot, oh. and he wouldn't leave? You wouldn't leave, yeah, because he had such a great parking spot. Well, like, you know, okay, you yeah. got a great parking spot, but right. eventually, uh, you had a uh, you know, or, yeah, you got to go get groceries, or
1: go to the doctor. So yeah, you
2: got a great interest rate.
1: Ben's, yeah. like, Ben's
2: trying to figure you out. it out right now. Uh,
1: Seinfeld was a situation comedy
2: from the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> they made TV back then. Yeah, they did. They did. They. We watched on black and white tv <laughs> actually funny story my parents just went to my parents who are in their 80s now they needed a new tv a while back they go to best buy and my dad walks and he said he doesn't want anything fancy he so he asked the kid where do you keep your black and white tv <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the guy looked at him like he was you know, asking for a, like you said a, a horse and buggy yeah <laughs> but they didn't have, they don't make they don't black do and white tvs anymore yeah, there, okay. yeah. so huh. anyway
1: could adjust the brightness on the tv Make it black and white.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Steve Sandel.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Sorry,
0: time flies when you're having fun. But one last question. What do you think sets Ben and Aiden apart? I mean, we clearly see it, why you guys are great and successful. But what are a few things that Ben and Aiden do to, A, make yourself very successful? Because we see a ton of different scope, a wide variety of agents. And what's your secret sauce? And then part two of the question is, why would a customer listing call Ben into to list,
2: mm-hmm.
0: list their home and help them buy a new one.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, we're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a question we think about often. And I think what separates us is, is obviously our, our drive to work harder than our competition, mm-hmm. especially in the markets that we're in. We're seeing a lot of agents actually get out of the business, mm-hmm. yeah. but we're actually... Like, let's go. Yeah, ramping up. And not only that, but being with our age, we're actually always open to changing. Mm -hmm. Right. We're always looking... To a how can we better ourselves? Or you don't want a black and white TV, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, there's a lot of people that are in this business. That I mean, the average age of a real estate agent is like 55. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's super young. old. You guys are gonna <laughs> <laughs> you're to own the market. The yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Super old. Is that what you said?
1: <laughs> so, so you just heard a lot of the demographics. it fire. takes it back. Yeah. 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 No, but actually, it, you know what? Redact.
2: I, most of our lists, most of our millions of lists are between the ages of uh, 16 and 19. <laughs> oh,
3: there we go. You're, you're right yeah, about be there. Good. Yeah. But they're kind of stuck in their way of doing things yeah. where we're always adapting, changing, and mm-hmm. trying to adjust for you know, what the market's doing or what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. So that's fine.
1: Yeah, And I think to add on to that, we like to come from a place of contribution. And so I think it's always important because you can buy and sell a hundred homes. But if you don't learn anything in that process, like there's agents who do great work and we always want to make sure that our clients are walking away with something of some sort of piece of knowledge of that, whether it's with our lenders or with our, you know, home warranty or inspections, just so that they know for the next time on what to anticipate and to set that level of expectation. But also, as Ben was saying, a place of learning, because we always want to adapt. We always want to grow because if we're not learning, we're not growing. And so I think that's one of our biggest mottos is we always want to be able to adapt because the market is changing. Real estate needs to change as well. Mm -hmm. And so for stagnant, you're not doing much. It gets hard, but yeah, I think that would be it.
2: Well, plus you get, I mean, you guys have it running through your blood. You fill up in a real estate household and, um, that just through osmosis, I mean, you, you mm-hmm. kind of learn a lot of, about the do's and don'ts. And yeah. Growing up, did either of you think you would end up in real estate?
1: I avoided it like the plague. That's why I went into interior design. Because so oh, yeah. I was like, that can like, I'm homes, but not selling them. Because right. like you see, I mean, growing up, we saw our parents, because our dad was in it originally. Oh, he good. got my mom into it. Oh. So my dad sold new construction and got my mom into it and then they had four kids under the age of five and they're like we need insurance so that's important <laughs> and so then my dad left the biz, the industry gotcha. but my mom held on to it and so like we would see them on their phones on Saturdays because they were doing yeah. we went to open houses we would I would play with my Barbies in the basement <laughs> he would play with cars like we were always there we were told to be quiet in the corner like you are not here be quiet
2: <laughs> you were like but, a paid spokesmodel how well it's a kid's
1: kid play? Friend, family friendly <laughs> that's awesome but we would I would see that and I'd be like I don't want that at all oh and as I get into it I'm like I see why I ran from it so hard because it's a lot of fun because mm-hmm. you, you are your own boss which is I love that yeah. idea but also you are your own limit so right. whatever you want to exceed mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. it's up to you
2: is like what was awesome. the biggest
1: I like driver
3: it. I, like it. Yeah, awesome. I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would you <laughs> did? yeah that <Ben> was <laughs> I, I always got into got, it I got into it when I was 16 I was working front desk and started you know, uh-huh. previewing contracts and, oh, all sorts of things yeah. Yeah. did that came back for summers when between school and stuff and then I uh, went to college came back and did front desk and I was like I should probably get my license so then that's when I... cool I decided, decided to do that here we are you got me with you actually I uh, these guys
2: don't know this but I, I got a hold <laughs> of uh Ben's 8th grade yearbook
1: Oh yeah,
2: and uh, his quote was uh, looking to buy or sell give yeah. me a call yeah. so.
1: speaking it forth he
2: knew he knew way back then yep. mm-hmm.
0: yeah. uh, I the industry with my 8th grade yeah.
1: um, so setting the framework
0: you mentioned your lender friends how excited do you guys get when you see a Bell approval letter
1: yeah. <laughs> super excited because I know that it's going to oh, be yeah it's going to be taken care of you don't have to worry about it right. but there's you know not sh- you know not sending any digs at other lenders. But I've worked with a lot of lenders and I've worked with very bad ones, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Right. And the amount of ease, because you, you have it every single time, right. where other lenders, I feel like, have to hold their hand and almost become a lender. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm not a lender. I stay yeah. in my lane. I don't want to know that stuff. See,
0: listen, I'm an interior designer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: that is what I do. You don't want I'm us telling you where to, to put
0: the coffee table. Ex- yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's very helpful because when it's in your guys' hand and it's in your corner, you have it taken care of from beginning to end. And we're not like, oh, is this happening? where's the, you know, written statement? Is it coming? Because you're already on top of it. Yeah. So it helps.
3: That's the correct answer. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's a lot easier on a listing side when you're pre-qualifying the offers that are coming through. Uh yeah. When yeah. you see the Bell Bank or the, yeah. your guys' offer I letters. And mm-hmm. I remember talking about that on the top call. of the mountain.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was in Montana. Yeah. yeah. Gave you a quick call to this. <laughs> okay. this is <laughs> this hard-nosed, <Okay>. hard-nosed <laughs> <laughs> listing agent was <laughs> Yeah. It yeah.
2: yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. was
0: great. Yeah. 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 So, all closed up. Great. Well, thank you for coming today. We appreciate it. How about Great. if someone wants to get a hold of the Heritage Group at Aiden Mains? Yeah. How would they do that? Would they? You
3: could give us a call at
1: 651-705-6097, or you can send us an email to the heritage group at theheritagegroupatkw.com.
3: It's a business line. That's fine. Uh, she set that up I I obviously (laughs) leave a lot of voicemails so thank you for coming
1: yes thank you for having us thanks
2: guys that was great